Hi, welcome to the Shara's Reading Podcast, and I'm Yishara. Today, we are reading Charlotte's Web, Chapter 7, Bad News. Speaking of bad news, I have some for myself. A chipmunk got into our garden and munched everything down to the ground. On the other hand, there is some good news. School's starting back. How cool is that? Shout out to my cousins and family and friends in North Carolina. Your school starts this week. Good luck. Happy learning. And my friends and family and cousins in in New York, giving you guys a shout out. And your school starts after Labor Day. You guys still get a little bit more summer vacation. Also, finish up all the books you're reading very soon because you'll have a lot of homework to do. So finish up all your books. My friends in Utah and California, when does your school start? Don't forget Philippines, Guyana, and Brazil. And India, giving a shout out to Uncle OJ who's in Guyana. Love you! And my friends and family in Kenya. Also, not forgetting Australia and Antarctica. Wow, I feel like I'm covered all around the world. Send me your first day of school pictures and tag me on Instagram. And if you want me to read at your school, just tag me and send a post of where the address and and invite me to your school. I'm happy to come read a book to you. That's all the news I have for today. Let's jump in to this book. We're reading Charlotte's Web, Chapter 7, Bad News. Will I like to Charlotte better and better each day? Her campaign against insects seems sensible and useful. Hardly anybody around the farm had a good word to say for a fly. Flies spent most of their time pestering others. Cows did not like them, while horses detested them. The sheep loaded them. Mr. and Mrs. Zuckerman were always complaining about them and putting up their screens. Wilbur admired the way Charlotte managed. He was particularly glad that she put her victim to sleep before eating it. I, I, Me too. I kind of like that she does that so the victim doesn't feel thing and doesn't know it's being eaten. It's really thoughtful of you, Charlotte, he said. Yes, she said in her sweet musical voice. I'll always give an anesthetic so they won't feel big. It's a little service I throw in. As the days went by, Wilbur grew and grew. He ate three big meals a day. He spent long hours laying on his side, half asleep, dreaming pleasant dreams. He enjoyed good health, and he gained a lot of weight. One afternoon, when Fern was sitting on her stool, the oldest sheep walked into the barn and stopped to pay a call on Wilbur. Hello, she said. 
I didn't know the oldest sheep was a she. I did not expect that. Seems you're putting on a lot of weight. Yes, I guess I am," replied Wilbur. At my age, it seems it seems a good idea to keep gaining. Just the same, I don't envy you," said the old sheep. "You know why they're fattening you up, don't you?" "No," said Wilbur. "Well, I don't like to spread bad news," said the sheep. "They're fattening you up." Because we are going to kill you. That's why we are going to what? Screamed Wilbur. Fern grew rigid on her stool. Kill you? Turn you into smoked bacon and ham? Continued the old sheep. Almost all young pigs get murdered by their farmers as soon as the real cold weather sets in. There's a regular conspiracy around here to kill you around Christmas time. Everybody is in the plot. Lovely, Mr. Zuckerman, even John Arable. Mr. Arable, ha! Sobbed Wilbur. Burns Wilbur, ha! Sternly, when a pig is to be butchered, everybody helps. I'm an old sheep, and I see the same thing, same old business year after year. Airbull arrives with his. Oh! <laughs> screamed Wilbur. I don't want to die. Save me, somebody! Save me! Fern was just about to jump up. When a voice was heard, "Be quiet, Wilbur," said Charlotte, who had been listening to this awful conversation. "I can't be quiet!" screamed Wilbur, racing up and down. "I want to be killed! I don't want to die! I don't want this is true! Isn't this true what the old sheep says, darling?" Spider plucking thoughtfully at her web. The old sheep has been around for this far a long time. She has seen many. A spring pig comes and goes. If she says they plan to kill you, I'm sure it's true. It's also the dirtiest trick I've ever heard of. What people don't think of, Wilbur. Bursts into tears. I don't want to die. He moans. I want to stay alive right here in my comfortable manure pile with all my friends, and I want to breathe the beautiful air and lie in the beautiful sun. You're certainly making a beautiful noise," snapped the old sheep. "I don't want to die!" screamed Wilbur, throwing himself to the ground. "You shall not, you shall not die," said Charlotte briskly. "What? Really?" cried Wilbur. "Who's going to save me?" "I am," said Charlotte. "How?" asked Wilbur. 
going to save you. And I want you to quiet down immediately. You are crying on in a childish way. Stop your crying. I can't. I can't stand historics. Chapter 7 complete. Okay. Wilbur is very distressed, upset. Understandably, I get what he feels. You don't want to die. You want to live, have your beautiful life. I can't believe John Arable's in the plot. Can you? John Arable, Fern's father. On, on the first chapter, it was different. He changed his mind? Oh my coconuts, this is crazy. I thought Mr. Zuckerman's the bad guy, but it looks like I was wrong. There's more than one. Poor Wilbur. Imagine how heartbroken she's going to be when she learns what her father's going to do. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Shars Reading Podcast. And don't forget to like, review, and download. And smash that subscribe button. Bye-bye.